trinket. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that talks about every trinket, 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 and trinket. Gary, I have in. a bit. Hey, that's great to hear. Uh, my name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is uh, a man who is only around with, when McDonald's decides to let him out of the cage, Will Hughes. Yeah, that's depressingly true, Gary. Uh, a lot of my <laughs> life is dictated. Like, you know what? I used to really base a lot of decisions on whether or not. Like, I would get up sometimes early mm-hmm. so that I could get the McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. And then they made it all-day breakfast. And then McDonald's engineered COVID so that they could end all-day breakfast. Yeah. Which is a real conspiracy theory I've thought about before. Um, and now did, I feel freed of that constraint. Well, they, they, they did do it as a positive conspiracy theory for once. Yeah. You know? I, genuinely, I, genu- like, I genuinely do worry sometimes that maybe McDonald's was like, God, we're really taking a bath on all day breakfast. Let's engineer a global pandemic so that we can kind of ease off on that. And nobody will, can complain because of the fucking global pandemic. In this fiction that you've created, is all-day breakfast somehow more expensive than just normal business as usual for McDonald's? Yes, uh, because they have to, like, you know, every additional menu item is adding to the training budget. It is adding to the grill load. Uh, Okay. It is is genuinely a pain in the ass to have to have, like, an extra... A grill load. The grill load, yes. What's a grill load? (laughs) I don't understand from context. I just like how you said it. The space on the grill. Yeah. Grill load. Is that an official term? Uh, it is now. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and you can even, you know what? You can honest to God taste it. Uh, like a lot of times you like, if you got the all day breakfast kind of late in the evening, you would definitely, definitely, definitely pick up some like beef fat in the sausage. Interesting. But also just yeah. Gary, like you have to, under, you understand that like the whole point of McDonald's is to industrially cook one thing, right? Yeah. 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 They make so having it, to I, cook I, a separate yeah. protein is like, at the very least, it's like a little hitch in their giddy up. No, asked and answered. I asked that question incredulously, but you gave me a really reasonable answer. Gary, so, I think a lot about McDonald's breakfast. I, you know, you're 100% right about that. God, I'm the, such a fat intellectual. Did, did you ever go? <laughs> <laughs> Got Gary with the old unexpected now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that that sentence to end that way. <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> did did you ever go down a McRib hole? Were you ever a McRib guy? Gary, I'll 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 tell you straight, every time that the McRib is offered, I look at it and then I think too fat guy for me. Do yeah, not today, McRib. It's like heroin, right? Yeah. We've talked about it before, like that that getting addicted to heroin would probably f- be amazing for a little while. Oh yeah, like it's what I plan to do before I die. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a novel, uh, The Last Policeman, which is one of like, the most depressing books you'll ever read about uh, a guy who becomes a police detective right when it's announced that there's a comet heading towards the Earth, <laughs> and it's like yep. everyone has six months to live. Oh my god, uh, that, that's, that's a great it's, concept. It's, it's a trilogy. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's good. I can't remember the author right now. Uh, anyway. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh, one of the plot lines in that is just like this totally straight laced person is like, mm, I guess I'm going to get very uh, like he, he like runs the math to make sure that the comet's going to hit. And he's like, all right, I'm getting addicted to heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just put me in the joy cam until it until I die. And that's the McRib to me. <laughs> yeah, that's the McRib corner. Sorry, I can't get myself excited. hooked on a seasonal food. You know, I can't be one of those pumpkin spice latte people. Shout out to Olivia. Love you. Uh, pumpkin spice lattes taste good. 
the the thing with the McRib, like I don't eat enough McDonald's, but back when fine. I did, uh, was that uh, they were like a pumpkin beer to me. Like I would have one a year to, and that would be enough. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Like I was just like, this is good, but I don't really, it's a little bit too much, you know? So uh, very similar to pumpkin beer. I'm looking forward to my pumpkin beer this year. I haven't had it. Ooh, so. I'm looking forward to your pumpkin beard. Oh, thank you. I have an entire beard of pumpkins. Gary, it's rib of greed. Yeah. Uh, this I like good, this. This I yeah, like this, this is a this is a good week for like utility trinkets, I think. Yeah. Well the next one I had no idea what it did. So I, I kinda knew it's it's again, it's use case. Yeah. Like it, it, or edge case rather. This one's just straight up good though. Uh yeah. So Rib of I, Greed, I, you unlock this by beating uh Ultra Greed as keeper, which have fun with that. Yep. Uh, but actually, no, that's it, not actually that bad because Ultra Greed knocks coins out of you when he hits you. So as long as you come into the fight with a decent amount of uh, money stocked up. Yeah, you'll heal. Uh, it yeah, becomes like Sonic the Hedgehog. It, it does become quite a bit like that uh, very fast Blue Hedgehog played by beloved comedian Ben Schwartz, who I ben bet Schwartz. we're not going to get a Ben Schwartz Horatio Sands episode this year. <laughs> Probably God, that was not. a fucking depressing story. That's It's that's, that's very sad to me. Um, and it's yeah, so this... pathetic. It's like, oh, there was like this cute teenage girl while I was starring on Saturday Night Live. I'd better AIM text with her incessantly. I don't know how uh, guys work. Like whenever I read stories like that, I'm like, who are these fuckers who don't just like go on a dating site and find girlfriends? I mean, this was like, like this was a little early for dating sites, but also you're like, I get that like being on, I, I'm not trying to excuse in any way, shape or form, but I do get that being on SNL is like a weird dehumanizing you turn into like a night creature. Yeah. I, th- I thought like, you were going to say it's the ultimate aphrodisiac. Except it's not like I've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been like the funny, like I've been like a, you know, the guy in the improv troupe who like lands the big line at the end of the show, which yeah. you would think would like translate into any attention from women. And it doesn't. No, no, no. I learned that lesson from being in bands. Yeah. Like, it, you know, TV and everything taught you that that's a way that get women to pay attention to you. And it is not, um, None of which excuses uh, being a fucking predatory fuck. And it's such a pathetic kind of predatory creep. If you like read that story about Horatio Sands, you're just like, Jesus, how sad and small and shitty are you? Very sad, small and shitty. You know, the things people will do to like avoid just, you know, dating a woman their age. Yeah. Just me or just meeting a girl that you don't have power over. Yeah. You know, like the things, the things dudes will do to avoid an equal. It's fucking stupid. It's it's the worst. Yeah, I do. Not uh, get if it. any, uh, you know, if any guppy listeners want to date me, sorry, taken, <laughs> taken. Uh, and you also have to be proportionally older than him, the same way Horatio Sand was. So if you're like 65 and you're listening to Guppy, you can send Will some aims. Yeah, Gary. Obviously, that's my real problem with the stories. Why isn't Horatio coming after me? Yeah, <laughs> I read that story. I got so jealous. Just so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> uh, this makes it so greed doesn't show up in your shops and secret rooms. Or super greed. Or super greed. I like this more than I like the last item. Uh, yeah, this is also greed, very good. Like, this is, such again, a deceptively bummer. good. Yeah. Like, near the end of the game when you are, like, stocked up in money and keys, and you are maybe you're teetering on the brink of a one run, like, the shop will make a big difference. And something that's always true of me is I prioritize mapping. I'm playing Binding of Isaac. Like I, once we get to the non-treasure room floors, I really do want to be able to make a beeline. Yeah, for sure. Uh, those, those items are all in secret rooms and shops and like being in four, six and getting a greed instead of a compass is such a fucking bummer. Or getting like two greeds. I, 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 
I don't remember the exact spawning rules for greed. I remember that it it you're more likely to run into them if you're carrying a bunch of money. You and if you haven't had them, you can't get two of them in a row, but you can get like one in a secret room and then one in the shop. I think. Yeah, just getting all of your shops is that's yeah. exactly the amount of like power I want a trinket to have. Yep, uh, and just a huge you know, annoyance overhead. Yes, like yes, that's, you miss out on the, the best possible, thing about like right. Yeah. That's like the best thing a trinket can do is remove an annoyance. Yep, like yep, exactly. Like I would almost I would accept a tri- uh, like a trinket for each curse that gets rid of the curse. Gary, that's a like, fantastic idea. I I'm really good at coming up with items for uh, Isaac. Yeah, just like six different like like candle stubs mm-hmm. to like go off the black candle, like birthday uh, candles, like small candles, birthday candle, like different six different colored birthday candles that remove mm-hmm. one curse from the pool. Yep. God, we're smart. Yeah. Well, I came up with the idea, but Carrie, you're a real you're fat also intellectual. You you hey, it takes one to know one. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> it's the fat intellectual hour. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have orson wells on later yeah. talking about green penis talking about his hatred of woody allen yes <laughs> well you know justify it in the end uh will i understand you have a bit gary i sure do i still need money so i did sell another cameo okay starring you gary beats. butterfield thank you uh all right uh this is from polly uh okay. who needs you to break up with her boyfriend troy but okay. in a way that her other three boyfriends, Loy, Roy, and Poi, who will also be watching the message, won't notice. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think this is equal level of challenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, okay. Troy, Roy, Loy, and Poi. Troy is the one that needs broken up with. And yep. then, yes, Loy, Roy, and Poi. Okay. Hey, gang. It's me, Gary Butterfield, DuckFeed.TV, Troy. Loy, Roy, Poi. Nice to see you guys here. Polly's uh, also hey, watching the video. She's in the room with them. Hey, Polly. Looking good. Uh, how old are you? Um, hey, <laughs> I just wanted to drop a quick... <laughs> Send me your AIM. <laughs> Send me an AIM if you're 25 it's years so old. It's so fucking me. sad that it was on AIM. <laughs> right? Know, it's, it's just Horatio Sands finishing an episode of Saturday Night Live and then getting on fucking AIM to talk to this 17-year-old. <laughs> it's, it's like what people in Saturday Night Live do during the day. Jesus. He's just the most pathetic ass shit. I, I, to complete the story, I like thinking of him in, in an internet cafe. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> just like hunched over, bad posture, big gulp, you know? Um, yeah. Anywho. Uh, hey, I, I see you're here, uh, Polly. You're, uh, you got the, got the whole crew here, all your friends and everything. Uh, you know, and uh, Polly wanted me to say, hey, uh, hey, Troy, you know, uh, you know that trip that you've been thinking about making? You should make it. Uh, you know, you've been thinking about, uh, going to Canada, going up and visiting the woods alone, uh, maybe going camping, maybe with, uh, bear mace, uh, Gary, we all think you should take Poi it. Poi is getting suspicious. Poi is getting suspicious. Poi is getting suspicious? Poi is getting suspicious that this is a breakup message for Troy. Remember, you got to keep that on the down low. Well, I'm just saying he's going to take a trip. I, I'm Gary. I'm giving you the real time status updates. Poi is getting suspicious. Is this a live cameo? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. And Poi, actually, everyone should go on a trip. All five of you. Poi, you should finally visit uh, Legoland. Uh, Troy, it's about time you finally bought that scooter uh, and took it on a road trip across America. And Loy, it's about time that you finally started your own haunted house. Uh, Polly just wanted me to tell everyone to, to pursue their dreams. Okay. And, uh, I, I feel like you've stepped away from like the, I, I feel like Troy's not getting the message now. 
Uh, just as a little reminder, Troy's going up north to bear country. Uh, Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV. Love y'all. I'm out. You can hear you my, can sorry, you can hear my cat puking camp. in the background. Troy. <laughs> yep. Uh, Roars just puked in the background. I hope that didn't come through too loud. <laughs> it didn't. You did call him Roars. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like father, like son. Hey, Bubba, you okay? Okay. Uh, I'm out. Give me the paper bag! <laughs> yeah, cameo out, baby. Wait, Gary, is that why Pocket wants to play with the paper bag so he has a puke bag? <laughs> it's like looking for an airline barf bag. <laughs> That'd be incredible. I I did have a moment where I was like fake. I was pretending Jessica was sentient, and she was responding to everything I said in a way that felt very like anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. It was real weird. Like she was a human in a cat body. And eventually, I was like, you know, if you can hear me, if you can understand me, lick your right leg. And she lift she licked her left leg. Yeah, and I was just move. like, "Fuck, man!" <laughs> like that leaves me more confused than ever. Uh, Gary, if people enjoy the show, what should they do? I go to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV and I give us some money, yeah. and then you can uh, leave us a rating review on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict, uh, like this one from Hendo Friend. Hendo Friend, hatefully divided into five parts. Everything to Gup- Gumby is an hour-long social experiment wherein two anorexic narcissists alternate between trading emotional violence <laughs> the and making grotesque... Smart man. It's true. Uh, making grotesque, uncanny valley-like attempts at human connection. Highlights include unattributed Nick Kroll voices. Update, I had the chance to meet these two in person, and they mocked my daughter for having been vaccinated earlier. This was just weeks <laughs> after her mother had passed from COVID. Great guys, though. <laughs> zero out of five. <laughs> That's a five-star review. Very good. Oh, very good. Uh, I'm going to preemptively end the podcast because the cats are trying to bury their puke. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to pause the podcast so I can uh, go stop them from spreading it everywhere. Yeah, Aldia. Aldia.